listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You don't see just how wild the crowd is. You don't see how fly the style is. You don't see why I need a stylist. When I shout so much, I can speak Italian. I don't know. I just want it better for my kids. And I ain't saying we was from the projects, but every time I put a layaway or a deposit, my dad would say, when you can see clothes, close your eyelids. We were sort of like Will Smith and his son. In that movie, I ain't talking about the rich ones, because every summer he gets some brand new hair brain scheme to get rich from hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and and we're in the house on uh monday uh first monday after game of thrones mm-hmm. after a very long sunday for me i gotta say guys i don't know how long this episode is gonna be but <laughs> yesterday was long yes it was you know not much sleep a whole yeah. lot of work up half the night recording, yeah recording everywhere yeah premium show uh for the walking dead uh recap for fear the walking dead is out uh you a know pre-game you put up put up a pre-game yep uh and uh for premium people i have an issue with the rss fee right now i'll update it uh i gotta email into those people to update it but um should be taken care of momentarily either way um what's up how y'all doing out there uh podcast land i'm good um well i know how you doing you should be doing great um <laughs> yeah i have no complaints how has your day been good that's what i'm talking about um well of course you can uh find this on the blackouttips.com itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips will come up we appreciate everybody it takes a time out to leave five star reviews uh also we're on google play uh so mm-hmm. people were listening to that already um so yeah leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that because it helps the show out a lot it does. the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 495 of bobby schmerder being locked up almost at 500 days mm-hmm. five days away um no lowering of the bell Mm-mm. um nothing just just a prisoner of the system um so uh yeah <clears throat> we uh have a lot of stuff to talk about but we also have a sponsor for today um today's sponsor oh wait it's kind of a sexy sponsor um I'm trying to see if i got some sexy music in here um there we go today's sponsor is adam and eve that's right guys adam and eve is trying to hook you up with a brand new offer that's right adam and eve wants to give you 50 percent off of just about any item that's half Mm -hmm. like almost what jay-z lost (laughs) come on now uh you select one item at 50 percent off you receive three free adult dvds plus a free exclusive gift and to top it all off they put free shipping on your entire order that is such a great deal and the exclusive gift they have the clip bumper mm-hmm bump that clip is what i'm saying <laughs> it's the ideal pleasure ring for couples he'll love the way this love ring lets him stay harder and longer it increases the strength of orgasm she'll love the way that the pleasure nubs thrill her sweet spots unique bumper stimulates her clitoris soft and stretchy for a comfortable fit uh and it's made of premium silicone mm-hmm just like most of Lil' Kim's face now. 
Aww. rest in peace rest oh, in peace dang. water waterproof also and compatible with all water-based lube so make sure you guys go to adamandeve.com and get this sweet sweet offer by using code tbgwt adamandeve.com that's code tbgwt all right mm-hmm. uh we have all kinds of news guys news has just been continuing to happen you know it's like you would think the news would just take a day off and we could just all catch up but no gotta keep you guys informed uh let's talk about the random things that are going on in this world okay uh i guess we'll start with uh oh uh this is not really news it's just kind of a general trend i'm seeing white people Mm-mm no do not do not compare lemonade to hillary clinton don't do it i'm seeing it not the same white women if y'all don't motherfucking stop i've seen two articles on it already cnn what hip-hop tells us about hillary rodham clinton Clinton. and it's like what Nicki minaj and beyonce say about hillary clinton no Mm -mm. Mm mm-mm this is about her personal life not hillary clinton beyonce and hillary clinton how they women's scoring are moving on stop Mm -mm. now y'all already clocking like 75 percent of black women voters let it go nobody was holding out (laughs) for how you can compare hillary to lemonade nobody was waiting on that to put their vote in okay i'm gonna need you to fall the fuck back (sighs) god damn it's the only thing about the only problem with beyonce release something is you got to have a fight after Mm -hmm. nobody can just fucking let you listen in peace everybody gotta have the hot takes and the think pieces and we don't want to see black women partying and then you know uh you know you can't talk about it on your page somebody gotta come through and say some shit to you about about how you enjoying it and shit or why they don't like it even though you ain't asked a motherfucking opinion on it you know it's just it is what it is man nobody could just leave well enough alone when whenever she come out with something this doesn't happen with every album that's how you know it's a significant event even if you just throwing shade at her talking shit or trying to be snarky you helping promote the shit anyway because everybody talking about it you know it's just amazing but yeah man these motherfuckers trying to find an angle to get these white people in the door on this album and the the hillary clinton angle is tired and played at the 48 hours 24 hours i don't know <laughs> it, it's, time is a blur at the same time she already said you know you the bitch when you cause all this conversation she already told you this months ago yeah y'all gonna y'all gotta chill man unless she pull a motherfucking bat named hot sauce out of her bag hillary gotta calm down it ain't really and you know it ain't the same i don't even really think it's her i just think it's people around her because you know hillary clinton ain't came out and said shit they just writing these fucking articles just to write them oh yeah i agree it's not i mean it's her supporters you know right uh because they're starting to feel themselves too you know it's like we're getting a bit we're getting uh bernie out of here uh and now is becoming apparent that he's just kind of on the on his last fumes he's staying in the race no matter what happens right. which i think once a candidate announces that they pretty much are admitting that they're not gonna that that they're lost you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um so i'm like one of the things that is kind of you know weird about it or whatever is they have to feel this need to like get their candidate 
into the current pop culture events that black people are into because they want the black vote it's okay to be out of touch with us with yeah you. it's, it's always, absolutely cool yeah they you've always been out of touch with us right like it's not like it's cool you're not part of the culture in that way right and you don't have to be Mm-mm. nobody's asking that as a demand right so if you're her people that are writing these articles it's not a good look stop you know it's mm-hmm. like it's making people mad yeah at this point it's the commentary around the commentators that fuck commentators that fuck up shit worse than the i mean the candidates that fucks up shit worse than the candidates do mm-hmm. uh for instance rosario dawson was speaking um for at a bernie sanders uh rally and she brought up uh monica Lewinsky. let me see if i can this uh what they got clip. to do with anything um i mean we are literally under attack for not just supporting the other candidate now i'm with monica Lewinsky with this bullying is bad she's actually dedicated her life now to talking about that. And now, as a campaign strategy, we are being bullied. Oh, if you don't get the fuck out of here, bitch. It, they in denial that people are being harassed. Right. Well, you know what's funny? It's two things, right? On the one hand, you're inciting this idea that the only reason you're losing is because you're being bullied. Not because, I mean, you out-earned her. Um, it's not that that his supporters kind of tried to bully the Democratic uh, platform by coming in as independents and thinking they could just take over the party without forming any alliances or coalitions with anybody. They were right. just going to step in because they like this man so much and he placates this idea that white people have been disenfranchised and the anger that they feel in this country. And he was going to capitalize on that and he was just going to ride it out. You know, he's just gonna ride it on out. And so a lot of times, um, they try to portray themselves as like, we, we're the ones getting bullied out of here. We, this is what we deserve and what we're owed. And if we're losing, then that's cause the game is, is fucked up with anything that causes us to lose, despite the fact that she has more popular vote, the fight, the fact that she's won more states, yeah, the fight, despite the fact she has more, with the, uh, Democratic party. Yeah, she has more delegates, more super delegates all this shit they don't care it's all it's all rigged to keep bernie from out that's all it is to them right okay cool um the other part of this is she knew what she was doing bringing up monica Lewinsky with the dog whistling shit and she you don't and it's that other thing where it's kind of like when um in sports somebody will bring up like oh well you know ben roethlisberger's a rapist and nine times out of ten they're just saying it because he ain't on the team right you know what i'm saying so it's like well didn't don't don't the cowboys have uh greg hardy i mean isn't that pretty bad oh man see why you bringing up that shit man i got no problem with greg hardy he just played do his job and you're like oh you don't actually care about this you don't actually care about this topic in general Mm -hmm. you just see it as a thing you can win a debate with right so it's like how can we figure a way to bring up monica Lewinsky as inspector hanging over hillary and it's and you do it through your surrogates whether she did it off the cuff or she did it which i you know i doubt but or she did it you know kind of with his permission or not doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of funny that this comes out of just nowhere and it's always his surrogates that do this shit you know it's a democratic whore it's throwing dollars at her at her um uh motorcade it's um uh, uh, just because you have a vagina quote from uh, Mike, uh, Killer Mike, mm-hmm. 
like it's just so many uh, like so many people that are putting the uh nastiness into this campaign with their rhetoric and sliding that misogyny in there while trying while while allowing bernie sanders to kind of hide his hand and be like well i didn't really say it you know so if a hey, rosario want to say it if killer mike want to say it if that dude who wants to call her a democratic whore wants to say it cool that's all good i won't reprimand them i won't call them out even if i said she's unqualified and get asked about it i would say i didn't say that and these and these like fans of his are so caught up in the um wanting to win that they think the misogyny goes unnoticed or that it's allowable because they'll excuse it no matter what you know mm-hmm. but i don't know as a person that's like doesn't have a dog in that fight that way you know like i literally will vote for whoever wins the nomination me too um it's kind of wild to see that kind of shit just slide through and people that claim to be liberal ju- they, like they get completely blind about it it's right, people, they're just liberal as long as their agenda is winning and and nothing else matters to them right and even people that claim to be feminists and it's like okay you if this was your favorite you would be fucking having a fit but because you don't care or because you want your candidate to win you can let this slide okay yeah this is this is funny to me man i wonder how far you could take it like what's what's it gonna take rosario gonna have to be up there like this bitch is stupid and everybody's gonna be like you know what i agree <laughs> like, like, like is anybody ever gonna be like oh i think we're going too far with this shit guys uh, of course bernie sanders had no comment on it of course so you know uh in more uh political ridiculousness um there's a woman who's been going around in a meme called the female ted cruz because she went on maury and they have a picture of her kind of looking like ted cruz in the face oh and uh supposedly she is trying to make a porno well for the past 48 hours i mean the internet's gonna blaze with what else this picture of a former guest of mine cersei and ted cruz and we're gonna find out the truth why because Circe is here okay what does it mean we're gonna find out the truth you could tell that this is a slap together segment mm-hmm. that maury just was like okay we're trending on the internet we had to find this woman she's not been up to anything and we need to get her back on tv of course. and so she can be able to answer your questions if you want to ask her some questions on facebook mentions yeah we had so many questions for her on facebook yes you can just post them below but first, okay. Is Ted Cruz your daddy? That's probably the only ah! question that people ask. No? Okay. It's been good. I mean, our relationship, you know, is going to come a long ways. Okay. We've, you know, the baby, he stepped up to be the father like I wanted him to be. Good. I mean, he's taking in this kid like he needs to be. Right. We ain't had no more fights, no more argues, anything. Right. And what- is it a rule that all people on Maury have to talk in the same cadence? I don't know. Because they never take spaces between their words. (laughs) It's a one long run on sentence. Yeah, it's always like, so uh, Tasha is here today and she has an issue with Tavion. He's not taking care of three year old uh, LaQuisha. And and what, you know, then they always cut with that hard cut. It's like, uh, you know, they cut to Tavion. It's like, no, that ain't my baby, Maury. I take care of my own. You know, it's my kid. I take care of it. I be, I know why I be, I be at work. I be doing my job, man. She just a hoe. She just slut. She be all around there. I'm like, yo, take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> it's okay, man. It, it's an hour show. It's an hour show. <laughs> you got plenty of time. 
<laughs> you got plenty you, you just brace it out you you putting seven six ideas in your defense together at this it's like maury just says and go and that's enough time that's enough time right. you know uh but yeah they all talk the same it's, you know what i believe has done brought me a long ways is when he sat down and we got back home he said our wedding date is july 4th of next year i said are you serious he said yes he said i'm ready to settle down he said we got the truth Mar has you know to made our life a real you know difference and i want i want to say thanks to you for bringing us on here and letting us come because you've made our life a lot better but you know this picture i mean what's it been like for you the last couple of days I mean, I could not believe it, Maury. Y'all called me. You know, I talked to one of the producers. Right. And it's when I was talking viral. to, you know, I was, you know, sitting there just kind of shocked. Right. You know, I was First like, all, are, you, are, are you Ted Cruz's sister? No. I mean, you know, why all of a sudden, you know, if I am, you know, just saying, if I am, Maury, why is everybody just now saying or bringing him in my life? Right, okay. You know? Right. I mean, just saying. But in my eyes, I'm not. Why would everybody compare me to a president, right. you know, being related to a president? Right. Do you know who he is? No, I never <laughs> known him. She said he was a president. She thinks he's the president? She said, oh, president. So I don't know if she mean like past tense. Or, she don't. Or she meant, I think she meant running for president, but this she, she doesn't even know that. who he is, though. Okay. Never knew who he was. No, the only one I've ever known of was Donald Trump. I never heard of Ted Cruz nowhere until y'all called me right. that day on the phone. Are you a Republican or a Democrat or are you politically involved or not? What's that? I mean, the only one I've What's been- that? Ah! 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 Oh! Ah! 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 I guess it would be crazy. Well, she, I doubt she votes. I bet it would be. I bet it would. You know, I say, I say, I feel shocked, but in honesty, I guess I would probably actually be more shocked if she did know what she was talking about. If she was like, well, I kind of consider myself more of a neo libertarian. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like we, we, you know, we have the rights of business and really that's the thing that this country was founded upon. You know what I mean, more? I would be like, what? Right. She knows what she's talking about. You know, I'm more of a socialist in the Bernie Sanders camp. You know, I feel like uh the problems we have in this society is just the 1% just keeps getting rich. And the poor people just keep getting poor more. And I feel like Wall Street and these fat cats, they just make these deals and they just corrupt our politicians. And I think that we really need to get in there and we need to send some of those people to jail. And we need to put new restrictions. You know, I feel like Dodd-Frank needs to be stepped up, uh, more. Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't like, what? What? My head would explode. <laughs> Get it, Cersei? <laughs> Never, you know, heard of was Donald Trump. Donald Trump, right. Yeah. Okay, I understand that. Okay. Now, do you think you possibly could be a relative? No, I mean, look at that, Mark. The eyes are different. The nose. He's got a bigger nose than I do. I mean, look at the chin, Mark. I mean, nothing on there looks the nothing, same. Nothing. Nothing. Well, there's a little resemblance. I must and say, seriously. No. In my eyes, Mark, there is nothing. <laughs> okay. Nothing on that picture. All right. Okay. <laughs> Makes me look like him. All right. Okay. So, uh, do we have any uh, questions for you? I mean, uh, I mean, are there questions on Facebook here? Yes. Someone right. wants to know, actually, how old is Cersei? How old are you, Cersei? I'm 21. Fixed to be 22. And That's all. T- 21. She looks old. Oh, <laughs> she looks like she in her 30s. Possibly forties, right? I ain't trying to be funny. That's a woo. I hope she's lying for the cameras. 
Ooh, cause life been hard. <laughs> Ooh, cause she don't look no twenty nothing. <laughs> I mean, if you don't worry, you know, life probably is hard. It gotta you know? be, man. Take that free flight out to wherever Chicago or wherever he films. Yeah, I don't know where he films. This is definitely was last minute. They just they just basically shipped her in to, to do this interview and flew her ass back home. They just went live on Facebook. That's like that's the whole <laughs> that's the whole show. Great. <laughs> I'm still in that young state. <laughs> uh, would you want me to get involved? I would get get Ted Bruce to give you a ring or find out if there maybe. Where are you from? I'm from Natchez, Mississippi. I was born and raised there. Right. Is there any Cubans in your background? Not that I know of. Okay, because he's Cuban. <laughs> Scott Michaels wants to know: Would Cersei ever considered being Ted Cruz's campaign advisor? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Are you a Trump person? No. Okay, this is my thing. I personally will not sit there and vote for nobody. Right. Because of the simple fact, if I don't know you, know what you're running for, Right. I'm not going to sit there and stick my neck out there and vote for you because I'm voting for, you know, like... You want to know somebody personally. Yeah, I want to actually know what they're doing, you know. She like, I'm not researching shit, but I'm. that's why I don't vote. It's almost brilliant if you think about it. She's like, I'm not even gonna bother to get to know what they're gonna do, so why vote? See, she be giving it real. Let me take myself out of the equation. Uh, the ignorant should not vote. <laughs> oh shit! Like, what's their politics and stuff? You know, right. what are they doing? You know, have they done their job right? Why are they, you know, wanting to do it again? Right. Like, why can't they just put it on TV and like they can argue it out or something like that? Put it on cable news and they can all like talk about different issues and policies and the things they believe in. Make it like a reality show. Why don't they just do something like that, more You know, do they got websites or something like that? Why can't they just like you know get websites and like maybe put their policies and information and stuff that they believe in on there, and then I could just like go and see what that is. You know, I'm just think I'm just full of ideas. I'm just trying to help out. Has anyone thought of this yet, more? And I'm not going to stick my neck out there if I don't know you. Right. I mean, I'm just being truthful with you, Mark. What, what's the next question? Look, I just come by my house. Maybe I did sleep with 16 men and I didn't know who the father was to be on this show. Right. But I need to know my politician before you get my vote, okay? I don't need to know you if I slept with you. But your vote, I got to know. Uh, Where are you live, live, by the way, seriously? I live in Natchez, Mississippi. I am oh, buying told me a house. But that's not more ain't paying no fuck attention she already mm-hmm. told him where she live and where she from oh, he, don't he asked her again where you live for the oh yeah that's right i it's this segment over this is my career now right has it been five minutes can we cut the commercial too far from texas that's where senator cruz is from look <laughs> <laughs> i'm just pulling is surrey interested in taking a dna test to see if she's even part of the cruise yeah family? you want you want, Yes, I am. You're, I want to prove to everybody that you have no. Connection. I mean, if it comes back out that we are some kind of kin, I will say this: I want to be some part of that life. You know, find out where's he been this long time and why is it all of a sudden just now coming in my life. I see. Andrew Even wa- if it's my cousin, I don't care. I want to know. Right. Andrew wants to know if they are related. Would she want to go to the White House? First of all, he's got to get there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's a lot to consider, Cersei. Just take your time. You know, you don't need to make a rash decision. 
but yeah she has accepted accepted a six minute uh, a ex hamster.com deal to film a six minute sex date okay she said she's not nervous to strip down because she's already made a few private pornos of her own oh i feel like they should cut her hair to look like ted cruz and everything put her in a suit they might you know make like the other person in the porno could be like the coke brothers you know ah uh, uh, <laughs> who knows you want my vote suck my dick ted cruz all right then i guess i'm gonna go ahead and have to do it then and everything um <laughs> uh rachel roy of uh cheating uh with jay-z not fame. to be confused for rachel ray and people uh, are actually to be confused for rachel ray i called it yes and poor rachel ray rachel ray i looked rachel ray was like here's some kind of stew or something and this thing it was b emojis and shit time i about. have the story okay that shit was hilarious mm-hmm. poor rachel ray i come prepared uh well first of all rachel ray um is getting confused for rachel roy which i said yesterday i feel the sorriest for her because she ain't do shit but she about to get caught up right um but yeah apparently she's gonna make her page private say what can she's gonna have to make her page private yeah yep. <laughs> right because it's not she's gonna be like who the fuck are these people so uh yeah rachel ray is famous and has a page and of course people start fucking up you know people were tweeting i thought jay cheated with that rachel ray cooking hoe i almost i was about to lose my mind oh no cooking hoe i was about to drag rachel ray until i noticed it said rachel roy now someone please tell me who the fuck this is (laughs) um it said even deray uh mckesson the black lives matter activist who was one of just 10 people beyonce follows on twitter was confused i thought rachel roy was rachel ray i've never heard of rachel roy thought it was a typo (laughs) uh so of course um beyonce fans went to her instagram page rachel ray's instagram page she had a picture of some barbecue but today was tan food networks up too lemons and bees everywhere guys oh god damn it sure is uh another person said please think beyonce's song was about people think right wait people think beyonce's song was about rachel ray not rachel roy beehive wrong woman is rachel roy uh as, as part of the beehive committee i would like to apologize to you miss ray for the inconvenience i like that they have a official <laughs> apology for the people that got the o and the a mixed up leave jay-z alone one fan wrote <laughs> she like i've never met this man before mm-hmm. uh so yeah uh she uh got a couple comments you know somebody say y'all dumb as hell she trying to make burgers <laughs> put some respect on rachel roy now <laughs> uh but yeah that was funny uh at any rate rachel the rachel roy not rachel ray uh actually uh had an emergency today had to pull out of a uh event she was supposed to be making an appearance at well she did she had a personal emergency mm-hmm, wonder what it could be mm-hmm. she's gonna be taking a lot of personal time i just wonder what the personal emergency could be
I just wonder. I don't know what it could be either, Karen. <laughs> and we ever religious reaction to them bees? Maybe she had, yeah. Does she have allergies to bee stings? Could Maybe that be so. it? Does she, is honey like one of her things that, that gives her, is she allergic to honey? Yeah, she tripped on lemonade stand. You no, know, maybe she got a little sensitivity to that, to pollen, you know. Um, at any rate, <clears throat> she, uh, was scheduled to attend the event, uh, called Mastering Your Metier in New York City, organized by Nia House, a collective of people in the creative industries. Uh, probably pronounced New House, but, you know, they had to spell it funny. N E U E. Um, but yeah, due to a personal emergency, Rachel Roy has had to cancel this evening's event. Our apologies for any inconvenience. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, yeah, she's like, I'm not even leaving my house, dog. Mm-hmm. So. All because you're trying to be cute. Yep. Uh, Tidal and Apple are battling it out as fans scramble to stream Prince's hits. Uh, of course, Tidal has exclusive rights to all streaming mm-hmm. for Prince. <laughs> uh and the arguments around not paying that ten dollars to title is so funny to me yes sir like i've never seen grown-ass adults become such babies like they are so afraid of change they are so afraid of running them coins to those artists uh it's so so funny to me like Mm -hmm. people talk such a good game about supporting artists and all this shit Mm -hmm. and they want to get paid for the shit that they do though right they just but they just want the shit to be free and they haven't thought it out very far you Mm -hmm. know um so uh apparently uh millions of people are using spotify apple music for streaming prints of course was a pioneer of music publishing rights and technology for musicians and built his uh you know built a lot of his uh career on getting his music back mm-hmm. and controlling where it goes right that was his whole thing <clears throat> and this year he pulled uh i mean wait last year in july he pulled his music from spotify and other streaming services and put left it on title uh with and they had the rights to the music according to forbes and prince's publisher has asked all streaming services to remove his catalog we have cooperated with the request and hope to bring his music back as soon as possible. That was in July 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, Spotify fans only have one print song called Stare with 5,278,826 plays. Uh, 278,826 plays right now because it's the only song they can play mm-hmm. about Prince. Um, <clears throat> Pandora, Apple Music, Vivo, Rhapsody Radio uh, all also do not have Prince's music via their streaming services although prince's music is available for purchase on itunes which is currently front and center on the top of itunes right if you want it pay for it well what's funny to me is i saw people being like like so uh mr span showed me a screenshot of some woman he was talking to and she was like well i'll just buy all 39 of his records for i pay for title and i was like 39 records times however much they cost now compared to ten dollars a month right for unlimited access that's like that's so counterproductive like uh to me ten dollars a month and this is for any streaming service but we're talking about title at the moment but literally any streaming service it's so efficient i remember i used to spend way more than that when i had to buy cds and albums Mm -hmm. and then when i used to download shit and burn it illegally um i used to um spend way way more man hours right doing shit like now it's just oh it's out on this app i'm gonna go hit play 
Come on. as opposed to uh, let me go find a site let me download it let me hope i don't get no viruses mm-hmm. let me mm-hmm. unzip it get the password to unzip mm-hmm. it let me put it all in a folder let me put that folder uh into my windows media player let me burn this disc like i don't my mom hit me today like hey i want to get that beyonce i don't even know how to fucking burn a disc no more me either for free it, i don't even know what sites to go to you know what i'm i was thinking about that um uh now since i have my own separate i'm gonna do the family plan and just add your mama to it <laughs> Mm. we're we gonna we're gonna make we're gonna simplify this <laughs> yeah i i mean because uh for title what because she just wants to hear beyonce right so yeah she can join my title yeah okay all right i didn't know if they had a family plan for title but they do uh yeah so so she just wants to listen to it and it's like i don't I'm know not, how to make a cd mama i'm not burning nothing yeah mm-hmm. i don't know you might it's as well, cheaper for you to join my plan she might as well ask me to make a vinyl record right because I, I don't know how i don't mm-hmm. like i really was looking at my text message like how i'm gonna break her heart because now beyonce about to get me disowned <laughs> right when i tell her i don't know how to do this i just told her i would find a way i'm still someone told me i can buy it on itunes and now i gotta go buy a cdr somewhere and burn it to my computer nope like i gotta go find a way computers know? don't even come with the fucking cd player no some don't anymore ours does i'm oh, not okay but I'm just saying, I gotta find a way now, so my mom can hear this. You know, that five dollars a month is just just cheaper because something else gonna come out, and mm-hmm. you can just go and click and play it. I'm 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 just saying, I gotta find a way, Karen. Okay, this is my life, and this is what I'm into. <laughs> your mom don't want to hear the beyonce you get to say all this i don't i do it i, I do it I, uh nope you can say that all you want to i can't just tell my mom nope uh like that <laughs> it might be easier to stream it might be i don't know if she want to download the app and stream it i don't know you don't want to go down there every week you gonna you show her how i will all right so you you in charge of that now i text her and tell her you in charge okay uh but you know the thing is piracy was so crazy it was just jacking these artists and there's an entitlement that so many fans have and it's really sad to see how many people just expect they should get shit for free right you know as a as people who make a a living off of something that uh people feel entitled to sometimes you know it could be quite insulting as a person that puts in a lot of work to something to make it seem easy and make it seem you know uh really um accessible right. to have people turn around and basically be like psh, hey psh, motherfucker you must be crazy it's right. like it's uh, but people have reached a point of such entitlement that it, they think you're the crazy one for being like i want to get what i'm worth right be- and, and my problem is that it's really easy for people to be like i want my shit for free well you know what your job you go to you walk in the, in that in that motherfucker and your boss be like i'm not paying you today i think you should you should come in here and do pts reports for free you will flip a motherfucking fool you want to get paid for your work and these artists do too yeah so um uh prince uh put all the stuff on title the thing is according to forbes title offers 75 percent of revenue to artists while apple music offers 71.5 and spotify 70 percent. so title actually gives artists more right they they actually get more of their money and it's and, and it's one of those things where a lot of times artists some, a lot of times i don't know how they structure it until you put the music out a lot of times you don't get paid because a lot of people met was mad at adele uh uh when uh she came out but my thing is like she wants to get paid for her work no they were mad at adele because she put her stuff on apple only 
right, right. To, to for sale and not for streaming right and there's no yeah. problem with that pay me and then we can talk about streaming i know i just want to be clear about oh, okay you said bad. they were just mad when she came out that's not why they were mad they were mad because they had to pay for it oh yeah which is you know which Ridiculous. is funny it's the only industry that people get mad at you i'm a big fan of yours okay well here's something i worked hard in the studio with a cr- creative team you know lemonade has like a fucking like a, a whole book load no no lemonade has a whole like visual movie thing mm-hmm. going for it i mean it's a lot of coordination mm-hmm. and then you and then people are just like well she ain't giving away free then i mean what kind of shit is this it's like oh okay i i'm, I'm sure you show up at your job and be like it's cool just take my shit for free right you know what i mean it's such a weird idea but that's the we've gone that far with entitlement like people just are they've gone crazy for this shit it's just crazy yeah they feel like they have the right and they deserve your product that you put your time and work and effort they deserve it for free right without any compensation and any consideration on what you do and then when the shit go away or artist disappears and have to go back to a regular nine to five you tell me what happened to them you didn't support them and prince has a catalog of 39 albums dog 39 we're talking about a person that was putting out multiple albums in a year you don't even want to pay for that shit you know what i mean it's like okay it's ten dollars you know how much shit you spend ten dollars on in a month you know what I mean? like literally you know coffee you know the snack machine uh fucking um a movie Ticket, right. like what just something like it's ten dollars and it's not just his catalog but it's a whole bunch of music you know and like i said it really started bubbling up when titles started getting the advantage on this shit right that's when uh, everybody partially, started mad yeah partially because i believe people have a hatred towards the idea that this is a black owned business mm-hmm. um at least black majority on or whatever they have a, they do have issues with the fact that black people are the face of this and even some black people have those issues yes, i think it's do. uh internalized self-hate in a lot of cases where this can't possibly be as good as what the white man's offering um and so and i'm not saying everybody there's some people that just like i like a google play because nope. i can buy anything i don't have i like right. apple because uh I, it integrates with my iphone so well or like there's reasons to support everything but to me it's the reasons you hear against shit right. is where you hear the, the the anti-blackness come out where you hear a lot of the self-hate come out it's not is like if i say i like title without without fail every time that i say that some shit like that i always get someone popping up telling me why they don't fuck with it always i've never had this issue with spotify when i'm like mm-hmm. oh spotify is dope i never get the oh man you know my problem with spotify it's just oh it's understood you know if they don't like it it's just not for them there's no need to explain right. and they have multiple services because one service might be better for you than the other service. and my thing is when i say i like title i'm not forcing you to do anything but people that like you saying you like title is like forcing them to have to respond to you and you're like no and now that they've had like a good six month streak mm-hmm. where people because people were trying to turn it into like some laughing joke uh laughing stock but at the same time you know title was you know that's the only organization that's giving money to black li- black liberation movement uh people uh something that oh you want to take a dollar of my 10 and, and and give it back to people that are working uh within my community that to, to try to make sure that we uh can can live i'm fine with that uh yeah thank you you can have that dollar i'm sure apple's just keeping them all you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
um but uh yeah it's just you know people they got this win kind of the you know the rihanna thing kanye thing formation uh 2088 um like they they got a couple of these exclusives and then all of a sudden people start trying to come up with re- the, even with prince's death now people are thirsting for the catalog even though it's been over there for almost a year mm-hmm. um so it's just kind of interesting to see people try to turn into like let me find a reason why i can kind of shit on this and why we don't like it you know uh but yeah title has the rights and apple's trying to fight to 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 get some way to stream it but it's not gonna happen Mm-mm, mm-mm. um and then spotify is saying that title having an exclusive uh of lemonade is bad for everyone no bad for you because if the other way around you wouldn't have said a motherfucking word because that's the problem it's like they're paying the artists more they're doing exclusives they got videos which uh i think other than apple the other two services don't have videos so it's like okay um if i leave you for lemonade i have that right and it's one of the things where uh you need to start doing exclusives too like or pay the artists more it's like y'all need to be creative <laughs> you know it's, it's it's like you hating the person that's coming in and changing the game for changing the game because for years it was spotify or nothing literally for years it was like spotify all these other services recently started popping and cropping up so now you know people are literally canceling your services to go to title uh 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 because of lemonade or because rihanna's on there or because kanye is on there it's one of these things where you can do the same thing too but you're not making these exclusive deals yeah i i mean i i don't like i don't they're trying to do the thing that uh xbox and playstation do it's like mm-hmm. oh exclusive over here exclusive over there time to release delay over here time release over, delay over there but it's part of competition right Did they think it was just gonna be a free-for-all especially when you don't pay people right when you are but if you want these exclusives you need to step up title is basically founding itself on this idea that we treat artists with respect we're of service by artists for artists you know and people like it's easy to mock uh the idea but the idea is a great idea the idea of somebody saying we will pay the work what it is worth uh compared to these other companies you know and that's how you when you have a when you come into the game at a disadvantage that's how you take it back it's like well what's the what can we control on our platform we can control how much people get paid okay well let's pay them a higher percentage if they deal with us you know and especially when the artists have deals themselves with the place come on when you have stock in the thing that is promoting your shit you got damn right you're gonna put your shit over there first it's not crazy you know it's good business mm-hmm. um you know the uh the um head of global communications for spotify jonathan prince had an issue with it we believe long-term exclusives are bad for artists and they're bad for fans artists want as many fans as possible to hear their music and fans want to hear the music they're excited about and artists want to get paid too you know what then why don't you pay 75 percent like 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 title does right you wouldn't you wouldn't even dream it just why don't you just do that no exclusives everybody just pay a fair pay pay the same amount as everybody else oh nope gotta have that profit dog you're not really about that like like it's like whenever it's and like i said you know they're on their ass whenever business starts talking about the shit from like a moral standpoint like oh titles on y'all ass 
because it before this they was keeping being title it was just ignoring it yes like, they was it. this is the first time that they had to be, be like okay this is a problem now this has been a few months i know they're watching there because as people start to sign up for title and stay right i guarantee that they start falling off of spotify spotify right. doesn't have the exclusives or the advantage to keep people from going over there like Mm-mm. what's on spotify's um list that is keeping people from going to title and that's that's a problem right right and i guarantee you like i said they seen them numbers slowly drop when people came out there first you know i want to listen such such but damn i gotta wait you know x amount of days or a week or a month but everybody else is live tweeting and posting on how they got the shit live and you have live concerts and shit like that and people talking about how you know the live concerts are, are banging and you're like well shit i can't get no live concert yeah you still can go buy um you still go buy it if you want it if you want it so it's not even like oh this is the only way to hear it. if you just would rather spend 17 dollars in the apple store or somewhere you can go do that too um let's see what else happened um oh a supreme court sketch artist caught clarence thomas sleeping and uh drew it um and now the picture went viral i've heard people say that (laughs) he was all asleep he fell asleep i mean dude look at this picture you can only see his head he really is sleeping at the bench i guess we know why he's only asked one question now uh yeah they don't ask no question he better send out he probably sleep most of the time right he probably just be waking up like what what uh racism is not real uh i don't know what what are we sir this is about abortion this is actually about a woman's right to choose holy oh. shit he slumped all the way down right you can hear the snoring coming off the picture you can just see it uh coming off <laughs> yeah yeah but you're supposed to make choices that affect this fucking country yep yeah, we but you know we decide that we got to have seventy five year old people on the Supreme Court. Right, there ought to be an age limit, twenty years or thirty years, and be like, look, your ass got to go. Mm hmm. Uh, like he should have to give up your seat the day you fall asleep at that at work when you're on the Supreme Court. Right. You should wake up and they should just hand you a box of shit and be like, all right, man, that was you. You did good for however long you can make it. Right. You can't be coming in here off a full lunch, falling asleep when the state of the state of the world is at play. Right. Because the thing is, uh, lifetime, lifetime years ago was fifty years. <laughs> like so, that's why they was like life. Cause nobody lived past sixty. <sighs> uh, what? What'd you say? Uh, what we decided? Uh, the, the death penalty. Oh man. Uh, yeah. No, I was paying attention um i'm gonna say uh yes <laughs> then ask him why he sir sure? do you know what the question was uh of course of course i know um you know a lot of questions a lot of questions uh do you have any questions mr thomas i know we've been going through a lot of literal a lot of legal jargon and it's been a lot of back and forth in the debate nope nope can't say that it do no questions from me i feel like i understood everything that happened um no excuse me no business with that job i was definitely paying attention a lot i was paying like whoo i was paying so much attention it's like i was like in the zone you know what i'm saying like i had to close my eyes to zone in on the attention i was paying that's how much attention i was paying guys so don't be don't be mad 
okay um i don't know should we i guess i'll play this for the uh non-premium people we already kind of discussed it on the pregame with justin but uh did you see that uh birdman did a the shortest interview ever on the breakfast club yeah i was here well, yeah i was with y'all okay you saw the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah uh apparently uh this happened you're watching the breakfast club so uh they interview rap artists and people from time to time today's guest was birdman i guess to give a little context they had uh someone on young jeezy i can't remember who they, they had on uh, rick ross they had rick ross on and he was talking shit about birdman they were kind of all clowning them together oh and okay. so birdman came in for his interview and, was and like, i'm not here for it yeah he kind of ambushed them y'all ready Yes, sir. I want to start this shit off straight telling all three of y'all stop playing with my name. Now, he's standing. He is not at a mic. There are random Negroes just, like, all lined up in the room. Like, these are not people that work there. Mm-mm. These are to be part people in his entourage. They just rolled up in there. And he is standing with his arms, with his hands kind of, like, in his, like, uh hold like holding his own hand and just took his shades off and said uh let's get started uh it got serious real quick y'all ready yes sir i want to start this shit off straight telling all three of y'all stop playing with my name let's go on there let's go stop playing with my fucking name i like how envy tried to uh hey let's go let's go let's just have a seat let's just uh all right let's uh hurry up mm-hmm. let's, and uh this man is a southern gentleman whose pride has been injured who is not fitting to uh speed it up for nobody he gonna say this shit at the pace he would like to say it ain't that true <laughs> hey, let's do it on camera stop playing with my name let's I ain't go gonna right on it uh, now i noticed my name come up i noticed that his goons one of them made sure to position themselves between the host and birdman Mm-hmm. so it's a little and it's a lot of them in there y'all they and they all it. standing up the everybody else is sitting down so it's a little bit of intimidation involved with a person standing over you mm-hmm. as a person that they're working for is obviously had their feelings injured nigga when my name come up respect it let's go Stop. respect it karen okay you better you got to respect it r-e-s-p-e-c-k find out what it means to me respect name come up respect it let's go stop playing with my fucking name all drill y'all stop playing with my name i ain't gonna say it no more guys arms crossed this is not good body language for an interview to be conducted right yo, yeah this, lean is, back. this is not going in well this feels very very adversarial all drill y'all stop playing with my name oh and his shades are back on now so yeah he didn't take them off he, he took them off then he put them back on so he got his shades back on to have this part of the discussion and uh this is about the time we start noticing that he has a whole lot of head tattoos and i did not realize that you never want to fight a person with a whole lot of head tattoos no you don't say it no more morning everybody it's dj mv angela yee charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club shout out to dj envy being a consummate professional uh you can't tell that he's not making eye contact with 
uh anybody in the the birdman entourage or birdman himself during this part <laughs> it's just audio you can you just, if you, you were listening on the, you listen on the radio you can't even tell that it was an awkward situation he just came through real professional like hey it's me dj and me we about to do this it's like uh i would have been on the mic like hey uh i don't know what the fuck is going on you're trying to get the, it's the black out to help call 911 help hurry up that's how i would introduce the show <laughs> it's niggas in here hurry up <laughs> police are you listening police i'm snitching it's me dj envy my real name is <laughs> eugene archibald i don't know what his real name is but i i would have told everybody i mean the guy we are the breakfast club we got a special guest in the building he done cursed us out tell him tell him get it off your chest bird man Cause I I don't understand the angle. Like what? Like what? Did it already. So why I come here? I did it already. I'm here. So what's happening? I mean, it's all good. But I'm, I'm saying why, why? Yeah, uh, Charlemagne playing a fine line right there. Cause you gotta like show enough respect to not get fucked up, mm-hmm. but you have an audience to please that is used to yo pretty much asshole style of of interviewing you know right. when you say rude things to people's faces and everybody like goes all kinds of crazy questions yeah like if you say rude shit people like that's his brand right he asked the questions that most people would find to be somewhat insulting and condescending um and he can't like if he like he can't come out of his brand so it takes a lot of uh what cuevos takes a lot of huevos to ask these questions this way because this is the showdown people was looking for really yeah i did it already i'm here so what's happening i mean it's all good but i'm, I'm saying why, why, why? And i'm here by the way uh for people that don't speak southern uh i'm here uh, i did it already i'm here so what's happening means uh that though that is do you want to fight about it that is yeah them fight yeah yeah you might not speak it but you know like yeah it's that, right up there that's with, that warning <laughs> it's right up there with on everything i love yeah um, when you start hitting on everything i love mm, yeah yeah uh it's that's, up, that's your cue uh it's up there with what you want to do you know yes, what's popping it's uh it's yeah it's like it's certain things down here you say it, like it and, and Charlemagne's originally from south carolina so he know that you know it's an invitation to in case you want shit to go to sideways and that's why he's like and he's speaking back you know hey it's all good it's all you know you gotta raise an octave in your voice a little bit and let them know that you know this ain't a challenge it's like in planet of the apes when uh caesar get mad and then you put your hand out like this and you like bow your head a little bit it's just showing some respect what's happening i'm all good but i'm yeah, saying why say come that, here man. just Look, to I'm curse here. us what's up happening, man? i wanted to see you i wanted to see- he took his gum out of his mouth okay that's he's getting serious okay and he's about to say something important and i think uh while people were laughing and jordan cry memeing and shit they they missed this this important moment here see you i wanted to talk to you on your man and your faith absolutely you understand me i knew a few places you was at i could have pulled up but i don't think that was gangster that right there uh that's the scary shit that happened the whole interview in my opinion he's he like and and it sounds like it's really charlemagne and not the other two but at this point and maybe it's just because charlemagne's the only one talking because envy and angela got quiet they yeah. recognized exactly what was going down but um yeah when he hit the uh it was a few places 
i knew where you was at and he said he didn't want to roll up because that would be gangster yeah man um yeah we glad y'all met in the studio what do we got to say to get this interview over so y'all and this whole crew of ruffians can get the fuck out because yeah uh, ain't ain't no jokes worth worth my life man it's a lot of people about six people rolled in there and you have another cruel cruel people that's like behind a glass that like didn't even come into the room yeah ain't no jokes worth the fight dog Mm -mm. like real talk getting beat and it's not gonna be a fight it's like eight niggas you're gonna get beat down i mean it is what it is and it's not disrespect to anybody uh nobody's bruce lee you're gonna get your ass whooped on on camera and uh as much as niggas try to will try to like brave heart through it like oh man that was really bold of him to say something no they're gonna join me they're gonna laugh at you they're gonna have photoshop all over your face so uh you gotta do the right thing and, and be like hey hey i don't want no problems i'm just saying i'm trying to do my job you're trying to do your job right but yeah well he said he could see you it was a couple places i know Charlemagne rolled with a bodyguard already mm-hmm. so you know written before yeah like he says regular shit that's his brand like he gotta have a bodyguard he's one of the more uh well-known people that will talk that shit so and that's why people love him right but it's also why why some niggas hate him you know what i mean they try to get at him i wanted to come look you in your face like a man glasses off for the second time like yeah i want you to look me in my eye Mm -hmm. tell you how i feel okay you understand me straight up like a man so what's no the sugar, issue? No sugar. Ain't no issue. If it was an issue, you you'll feel me. I just come to let y'all know. Stop put some respect on my name. You understand me? When y'all saying did, my name, put some respect on it. Did you, did you. Now his voice is trembling, and but when I look at him, I don't see a person that's about to cry or anything. But his voice is trembling like some people do that cry thing right before they get ready to fight you, where they crying out of anger and shit. Uh, and I think people was trying to laugh it off, but I'm not fighting no crying nigga. You get fucked up. Or no crying crew of niggas. Like, I'm not fighting no niggas crying, dog. Those are the worst people to cry. Life. <laughs> yeah, those are the worst people to fight. A motherfucker that's crying? Like, that? nah, they done already lost all the, like, all the things that our society deems as masculinity. They done gave that up when they started crying, so they about to beat the fuck out of you. Like, that's how much they don't care about how they look they just want to win so uh no nah, i'm not fighting no nigga with his voice trembling talking about put some respect on my name like nah you got it dog i respect your name please stay over there when y'all saying my name put some respect on it. did you did you pull up on ross that way or trick daddy Man, i'm pulling up on you nigga and that was when he tried to slide the asshole question in there and got checked you know he tried to slide the like well these other niggas the ones talking shit we just on the radio doing the interview although you know low-key as any good interviewer in in his field you know in the uh kind of instigation field he was probably throwing them alley-oops you know you make a comment to get them to say some more fucked up shit about the person it's good radio <clears throat> so yeah he's gonna ask why you seeing me uh about the shit but uh if rumors are you know true Birdman's seen quite a few people over over shit that's been said uh and not necessarily uh in this type of environment Mm-mm. okay people got yeah, that's job tour buses shot up and shit it's that way or trick daddy i'm pulling up on you nigga yeah but i'm, I'm the radio guy why well, pull up on the radio guy don't act tough with the radio guy i hate my nigga y'all 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 finished or y'all done 
I don't know what that means. I speak Southern, but that just, uh, I think that means we leaving. Mm, y'all finished or y'all done? He was like, I'm out. I don't think there was a, I feel like that was a rhetorical question uh, to say y'all yeah, finished he, or y'all done. He asking, but he's really saying I'm finished and I'm done. But, you know, yeah. he just uh, pretended like he giving you a choice, but he was ready to go. He just came to give you one minute and 41 seconds of leave his, put some respect on his name and then he was ready to go right that was his plan from the beginning yeah he was like i brawl if i got to but you know i really just came to let you know yeah he did not like the way those questions were going Mm-mm. i don't act tough with the radio guy hey, my nigga y'all 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 finished or y'all done i ain't got no more talking let's rock all right this is my favorite part so what'd you say karen mm. this is my favorite Later, part. Nigga. uh Envy waited till everybody was off mic and out of earshot to try to shoot his shot in. He didn't say a motherfucking word the entire time that exchange was going on. Only thing he said was DJ Envy in the Breakfast Club, and then uh he waited till everybody was damned out the room to be like, "See you later, nigga." Try to get hit. like, watch this. He tried to slide this little sneak this in. Right. Right, he didn't realize he was being recorded. No, he did. He, he knew he was being recorded. That's why he said it. Uh, he said it into the mic like like how i can make okay, this sound okay. louder like no like someone could be on the other side of this room and i can sound loud by getting close to the mic like this but really they can't hear me see you later nigga you know what i'm saying like they can't hear me but he know that if he would if they would have heard him it would have been eight niggas on his ass yeah they'd have turned back around and made their way back in that room see you later nigga <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, grand opening, grand closing. All right. Well, there you have it. Nah, we good. We good. You know, you know. There you have Man, it. what about all my notes? Now that is the second funniest part to me. Is right. She's like I fucking prepared for nothing. Angela Yee prepares for these interviews. I had no idea. She prepares for these interviews just to be cut off by the men on the show. Right. She I don't didn't get to know ask none of the questions. She was putting in this much work just to add, have interesting questions cut off as and these niggas th- talk over her and right. as the guests sexualize her. Come on. You know, it's just like, uh, so how many people you fucking Angela's just like, oh, okay, I guess I, we don't need to know why you, you streamed it exclusively on title. Okay. I'm not going to ask. Cross uh, that off the list. Yeah. So I feel like there is some, reference to pablo picasso in this hey nigga hey nigga uh is kim kardashian uh i mean do you do you be hitting that nigga ah it's like oh okay i'll just throw these questions away yep but yeah yeah she put a lot of effort yep yeah because it's one of those things where if she was uh because that's the thing about a lot of quote-unquote morning show hosts Mm -hmm. a lot of times a lot of women are not treated with respect and it's un- unless the woman actually runs the show and like you know the dudes are the sidekicks which is a rarity in radio <laughs> period and it's one of those things where it's like yeah if she demanded she wouldn't have that job they're not gonna have you over the action of real questions and being a fucking and and demanding respect Mm-mm. yeah my understanding is she has her own podcast she interviews people and some uh you know um that and that and supposedly that's pretty good um but you know and i wasn't alone when i when i mentioned this like on facebook a bunch of people came through and was like yeah i had to stop listening to the breakfast club 
because of that like how they just push her kind of out of the way um in these discussions mm-hmm. and she's not really included and she's talked over and she's, like she's cut off right uh, i haven't listened to podcasts but you know just hearing you talk about her, she's probably really good at her job but you know is she never allowed to shine on that radio yeah and then i was like you know i i remember listening to the damon wayne's interview because I, I check in every once in a while just to be like oh they got a good interview let me see who's on it or i see people swear by it on twitter and shit and i'm like okay well maybe this one's different and almost without fail it's the same issues for me i can't listen to a show where uh the the female host co-host can't get a word in edgewise because niggas is just too busy you know trying to be ignorant or something and i think that's a lot of that kind of new york shit anyway but you know it's just men in general too you know where it's just very much um let's talk about these titties on these bitches man and then it's like oh she got a question here she go with some bullshit you know it's like you can listen to damon wayne's going around about unrapeable bitches where uh you know the other guys kind of laughing laughing it off and then when angela you tries to ask a real question it's like Mm-mm, you're not fucking up our party so um uh, but yeah I, I was surprised that she really takes the time to keep preparing i would have been gave up right yeah notes <laughs> fucking notes y'all gonna mm-mm. i would just not coming me. into work asking so what's your name again the, i mean y'all gonna cut me off anyway go ahead Mm-hmm. <laughs> say what that would be my role on the show i just say uh catchphrases easiest money ever uh prince left a stash of twenty thousand unreleased songs in his secret vault as his biggest hits are set to top the charts again uh this is from the sun uh the uk uh tabloid yeah he right you know people that's like very very creative like him create a lot of shit that they don't think is worthy for the public Mm-hmm. for whatever reasons uh well, we'll see man people are saying it's enough like music to put out a like an album every year for uh like a hundred years or some shit like it's that much that. material um and, i don't know maybe it's just me i wonder is one of the things is this things he was working on just things that he wanted released because i know when people pass you know people put their stuff out there shit that the artist might not have thought was worthy mm-hmm. yeah he said i vaulted so much stuff going way back to the 80s because i didn't want people to hear it it wasn't ready one day i'll go back and finish it and i it'll feel like no time has passed to me time falls back on itself see that's another hint that's why i think he's still alive um <laughs> what uh let's see what else is happening uh don't care about that oh uh apparently kelly ripper and michael strahan secretly hated each other and faked their on air chemistry um but they really feuded in real life oh mm-hmm. uh so i don't know man this is all speculation at this point but they did a good job of covering it up this is on foxnews.com so it has to be true mm what mixed couple up there they obviously they didn't get along well they're not a mixed couple they just co-host i mean not a mixed couple but you know mixed co-host you know this black man and this white woman yeah how uh, could they possibly get along (laughs) uh yeah apparently they said um it was uh she was sending a signal uh with her not so subtle paperback of choice when she was spotted uh leaving her building it was david and goliath underdogs misfits and the art of battling giants 
so she was trying to send a message with the book you know i would say that that's probably her versus her network maybe not yeah michael strahan right but uh yeah apparently uh she was upset that they didn't inform her that he would be leaving right sound like this the second time sound like they did it with regis left too Mm-hmm. uh but they were far from the closest of colleagues uh the pair did not get along it was all for show said a source uh they could not stand each other and where whenever they communicated off camera it was always through their reps uh they said uh uh, he was having temper tantrums he'd lose it and yell at ripper and uh michael gelman the executive producer he acted like he was in a locker room not a dressing room i don't even know if this is true she could just be lying she got straight hand started uh one time um she got i mean a straight a source said she basically helped him get the job she got straight hand started he stepped over her without a fyi now and now a nice morning show has become abc's newest drama so it sounds like this is being framed from the allegedly ripper source as her versus michael to an extent that he was supposed to come tell her and get her blessing to move on to greener pastures yeah and which if that's the case uh i don't really know how that was supposed to work because right uh in a lot of these cases they don't allow you to be out telling that you're about to get this new job right and it might be one of those things but they bought them in there but like hey you don't get the job but don't say nothing till we make it public like they have these you know non-disclosure clauses that they have people sign especially if they knew she wouldn't take it well right because then you have problems yep um so yeah it's gonna be mm, mm, it's gonna be crazy uh another source did say um that they told straight hand not to tell her uh and even another source said it's 100 percent true that they only talk i mean it's 100 percent not true that they only talk through their reps i've seen them together chatty a million times but is that tension sure i don't know man seem like it's a lot of uh a lot of drama over there with so much drama at the abc yeah kind of hard if, being kelly know, to if, the r.i.p if and when a. she come back she gonna put that smile on and keep it trucking my rhyme was so dope you just messed it all up Talk <laughs> right on over it. i'm not even gonna do it again uh <laughs> sorry podcast man y'all missed out on my snoop dog i'm sorry uh impersonation let's blame karen um, <laughs> since uh karen's clearly not listening we might as well move on to something else oh lord i am listening uh <clears throat> obama is forgiving nearly four hundred thousand people's student loans that's a lot good mm-hmm. the education department on tuesday announced a new process to better identify hundreds of thousands of borrowers who are eligible to apply for existing federal loan forgiveness program the program is for people who are permanently disabled and cannot work yeah how the fuck you supposed to pay that shit back if you can't work or you just you, yeah that makes sense i'm disabled and i can't work yeah well sally may still needs her coin run it right i'm leaving off assistance uh we take some of that too yeah we'll take uh ebt cards well yes you don't deserve them give us the run the coin um yeah so that's good um i can't believe there were four hundred thousand people that fit that shit a lot the game is cold and i think uh that article i think i read some of that article was saying some people didn't know they qualified for it yeah that man the game is cold Mm -mm -mm. uh let's see is there anything else oh there's a kids cap with a z um which is 
the black owned uber for kids ariel taylor is founder of kids cab her company transports children ages 4 through 16 back and forth to school and various extracurricular activities if you have a child you know what they what that uh you know that these days managing a kiddie schedule requires an assistant a manager and a junior assistant they're busy little people um and people can barely keep up but uh she started kids cab uh basically uber for kids smart smart because it's one of those things where if you don't have the time or it's just more convenient to get somebody to pick your child up and you don't want to actually literally put them in a taxi with an adult mm-hmm. especially if no one else is going with them you know they're going by themselves or their brothers and sisters that's very very convenient yep um a great service yeah it's, it's it's dope man and um you know they actually have employees and they do federal background check identity verification random drug and alcohol screenings and more so they actually do more than uber they also track all their vehicles in real time and it also sends destination alerts to parents it tracks the drivers driving and vehicle idle time on location yeah because people don't play with their kids right um they've had over 200 parents register for their service since august of last year um so yeah and i'm sure it's even more now because this article's kind of old so uh congrats to you right and it's one of those things where like you say people hear hear uber and they think about this shit and it's like nah if you you know abusing people and you don't do background check i can't i can't put my child in your hands Mm -hmm. uh all right let's do some uh fucking with black people um oh god no that's not it <laughs> we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go around and we score articles of zero to 100 intervals of 25 on how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants president obama Mm -hmm. president obama uh was talking about um uh he was in london this week and he ended up talking about black lives matter um he's uh after responding to a questioner who suggested that his administration had not done enough to address racial profile in the airports a practice that mr obama said he's adamantly uh opposed to the president turned his attention to the black lives matter movement he praised the movement as really effective in bringing attention to problems but said young activists should be more willing to work with political leaders to craft solutions instead of criticizing from outside the political process once you highlighted an issue and brought it to people's attention and shined a spotlight and elected officials or people who are in position to start bringing about change are ready to sit down with you then you can't just keep on yelling at them mr obama said and you can't refuse to meet because that might compromise the purity of your position he continued Mm -hmm. the value of social movements and activism is to get you at the table get you in the room and then start to figure out how is this problem going to be solved you then have a responsibility to prepare an agenda that is achievable that can institutionalize the changes you seek and to engage the other side and occasionally to take a half a loaf that will advance the gains that you seek understanding that there's going to be more work to do but this is what is achievable at this moment he said 
Mm, I love my president, but I disagree with him mm-hmm. because there are some people, their whole job is to agitate. Their whole job is to constantly yell, constantly scream, and constantly be outside of the political system because they're not politicians. Their whole job is to yell, 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 and yell and get loud enough until the whoever is elected hears them and makes the decision. And also, you make a lot of assumptions that a lot of times when people protest, People really want to hear what they got to say. Mm-hmm. Now, he might want to get up with him and talk and hear what they got to say. But a lot of motherfuckers don't give a fuck about what Black Lives Matter or Black Lives, I mean, Black um, Liberation Movement is talking about. So I completely disagree with you when it comes to that. These people just want people to stop being killed. It's up to you as a politician to make the policies and make the procedures and make the changes. You know, my job is just to uh, bring things to light. And some people's job is just to yell. Like, I, I don't see nothing wrong with me constantly constantly yelling because after a while you can get tired of me yelling to you like shit let's do something to get them to shut the fuck up well this is the advice he took himself right i mean he's a community organizer who figured that the best way to change uh to get the changes that he wanted was to uh join up into the system and leverage his power there um and to many people it has compromised him politically you know there's a lot of people who will you know he'll never pass a purity test because he was president of the united states and it's impossible to be pure and be president of the united states like that that's why the bernie shit's so laughable to me like then then he's gonna be president now what you know just some of this shit is immutable because it is the foundation and the thread that makes america what it is um I don't find what he said to be uh terribly uh insulting. I don't even find what he said to be wrong. Um there's just different roles for different people. Right. Some people will stay agitators their entire lives and they'll never do anything else but agitate and that's fine. Like right. we need agitators. Mm-hmm. So but he's right about this idea that if you never come to the table and if you never create plans and things that people can act on politicians feel no reason to work with you especially if you're like this whole system is so corrupt i'm not gonna vote i'm not gonna like there's no leverage that you can exert on me other than trying to embarrass me in public for the most part politicians don't give a fuck you know that's a sad reality of it and he's looking at it from the perspective that he always looks at it when people are willing to compromise you should talk to them yeah when they're willing okay and i think he's thinking of himself right he's willing to talk to people in black lives matter yes he is he and he got spurned by a few right some people are like i'll never i'm not talking with you now now i look like i'm part of the problem i look like i'm compromised because i sat at the table with you and i can't for my brand and for what i do that's disastrous so i can't let that happen and i wouldn't be surprised if his ego kind of comes into play like you don't even want to meet with me i'm one of the good ones mm-hmm. i'm out here on your side that's how he probably feels true and um i wouldn't be shocked if that's his like he's kind of talking about himself you know from both perspectives i was kind of a person that agitated and joined in to kind of try to change things from the inside and also I'm one of the people on the inside that's willing to have these changes for you guys. How can you do me like this? Like, you know, you can't just yell. You have to be able to work with people. Um, 
all that being said um obviously like there is a risk to being on the outside forever true and there is a risk to only being an agitator because at some point people will kind of write you off but as long as it's not the people that support you as long as it's not the people that you're fighting for then so be it you know what i mean the nature of being an agitator is that you're written off already yes. you wouldn't be agitating if you were if people were appeasing you and you wouldn't be agitating people you'd be doing other things right so um yeah that can't be a compromise to a large extent because um you know and and and, and then the other part is optics wise people do judge mm-hmm. we've seen it you know how many people have kind of turned on deray because he's running for mayor right you know what i'm saying where it's just like oh I, oh i love this guy he's great he's part of the system man you know he uh he would teach for america man it's an evil organization man they privatize schools and that's what he's really gonna do that's his real plan like immediately it wasn't no nuance it wasn't any it was, i knew i couldn't trust that motherfucker it was just immediate you know people that was seem to be cool with the dude 24 hours before that immediately like he's the worst problem in the world so it there is something to be lost by the idea of inclusion into organizations and shit there's something to be lost by signing up with black lives matter as an organization yeah there's something like there's always a price to pay for whatever decisions you make as an activist and as an agitator you just have to be willing to live with those prices i don't think president obama is the kind of person that approaches problems in with the idea of i'm just going to agitate and somebody will fix it on their end but i just want them to understand that i have a problem i don't think he's that kind of politician and i don't think he's that kind of person right yeah because they're different people there are people that are just agitators there are people that are agitators and progressively go into the system to make the changes that need to be made there and there are people that sit at the table to make the changes that needs to be made um my thing is i don't care where you are just as long as uh you're doing or fighting for what you think is right if you want to be the agitator so be it if you want to set the table so be it like for me i, I don't have a problem i think like you said i think a lot of ego is up in into that because you're basically saying if you don't do it this way there's something wrong i feel like he's saying there's something wrong and i don't think there's anything wrong yeah he's definitely saying something's wrong you know because uh he i think his thing is if you wouldn't even meet with me then you wouldn't meet with anybody that is part of our political system and if you don't he believes so much in his ability to go with the and and by the way um not unfairly so right he has overcome tremendous odds to get the things he's accomplished accomplished Mm -hmm. and you know he couldn't have done it in the bernie sanders fashion of i'm just an agitator who yells at everybody it wouldn't have happened at least not for this president you know Mm -hmm. um but all that being said like that's just his philosophy right and honestly i could have given you the answer to what i think he would have said and it probably would have been just this like yeah president obama is gonna say you need to uh at some point be willing to compromise and work with people you can't just say i want xx and x and with no plan of how to get there because he would never do that right you see what i'm saying it's just not his it's not in his makeup to accept that as a solution um and he and he does feel that you have to compromise and have skin in the game and he understands that there's not gonna be 
compromises that look good or work well all the time either you know right. so uh and i think in large part uh one of the things that being a a person that's an agitator on the outside allows you to do is to say to point out that this thing is a problem and to not really be beholden to the idea of any solution so you don't have any accountability either right so on the other side of it you can be like i didn't come up with that y'all did when i yelled at you you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so uh there might be some people that are kind of in it to that extent where it's like well i just don't want to be attached to any decision that gets made because i know that there's gonna be a penalty to pay to right um but at the same time you know that's the nature of the game and he knew and like the 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 number one confidence i have in president obama is the fact that he is has been probably the most critiqued president i've ever seen in my life and he's he's held up to it and he's exceeded expectations in many cases and uh he's taken on things that he didn't have to in many cases so i'm not shocked by it but yeah it's uh it's one of those things where uh when you hear this you're just reminded that oh yeah that's right he's still the president he's not you know he's not an activist Mm -mm. he's part of he's part of this system that he whether for good or bad he's trying to change it yeah and uh from the inside there's just all these restraints and but in my opinion that's why you need these agitators because right. in a large part they're the ones who get to say the shit that a president can't say right you know a president is never going to take the mic and say it's okay that people were rioting i understand and i and i and i won't admonish them for that you'll never have that president not in this country but that might be how a president feels it might be how most black people feel sometimes mm-hmm. but that's why you need activists and people that's that agitate and people that say shit like that uh who aren't going to apologize when they go on tv and talk about people riding mm-hmm. we need those people too so i feel like it's all part of a bigger part of a whole but right and and i think for me you need people attacking from the outside and the inside everybody can't do the work on the inside yeah so what'd you get at zero to 100 25 mm, a what 25 yep yeah i give it probably like a 50 maybe like because I, I it's i didn't expect anything different from him to say i mean he's in a tough situation mm-hmm. it's like the fuck was he gonna say you know um he he met with some activists some activists didn't want to meet with him and he's still a person i'm sure his ego's tied up in that and i'm sure he feels like all of the activists should have met with me i'm the only like i'm the president who gives a fuck the next one won't you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that's i feel like that's kind of his point of view and in his mind he probably feels that he's you know represented black people pretty well and he does seem to care about that shit it's true you know we had that um i read an article this is an article or podcast where they interviewed tanahasi coast and he talked about when he met with the president and the president was aware of the critiques tanahasi coast had about him and they like talked about it for a little bit and the thing is that's because he cares because it's really one of those things where his blackness made him care because if not he would have just been like man fuck this nigga why is he even meeting with me you know what i mean like what power does ta-nehisi coates really have over the president of the united states he doesn't really but the power of blackness is a unifying thing that many people have to bow down to you know no matter what position you hold in america you still have this overall feeling of unity with this with with the rest of the race you know 
uh for many many cases you know and any black person of conscience can't deny that and i think that's why it fucks with you when a black person calls out your blackness when they question your sincerity when they question do you even care about this experience uh it fucks with you and it fucked with president obama to which you know makes me feel like uh he's not just out there being like fuck it i'm rich you know what i'm saying ah throwing dollars in the air but but at the same time it i know it fucked with his ego when people was like i'm not meeting with you Mm -hmm. which is what part of the goal was right it should fuck with your ego should make you want to make those people uh feel more proud and all that shit too but you know you can't please everybody and also just nature of the position not everybody's here to be pleased correct anyway uh so yeah i give it like a 50 man even knowing he said would say that it's still it fucks with me you know uh just overall to to even hear it uh all right let's do guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right um a man cited after calling 911 to report that his wife tore up his money for marijuana uh-huh. mm-hmm. how'd they get high money uh henderson county has tore up his tubmans I was gonna give me a tub sack. A Henderson, a Henderson County man was cited in the court after calling 911 to report that his wife tore up the money he was going to use to buy marijuana. Um, Dakota Lewin uh, called the police at 4:30 p.m. Uh, they went to his house. Uh, Deputy Jason Thomas, who said uh he and lewin were acquainted from past incidents was one of the deputies who responded he said lewin told 911 operator his wife had torn up the money he was going to use to buy marijuana and he reiterated when we got there ah so he didn't just say it on 911 call he said it when they got to his house too like yep i'm gonna buy for buy some weed with it thomas said when he arrived lewin uh llewellyn i'm sorry llewellyn said uh to him jason if i take this money up do you think someone will take it i think he was talking about a store i told him well the numbers on both sides are the same so it should be fine llewellyn told deputies that he and his wife had been arguing and she torn up 30 dollars he was going to use to buy marijuana he repaired the money with tape as deputies watch one of the other deputies there said i have about half a mind to cite him and take the money and the evidence and i told him he should said thomas uh thomas ah. said he wasn't sure what llewellyn wanted him to do he and his wife got to get into it a lot it's tit for tat with them i'm not sure what his intent was i don't know if he was trying to irritate her or what i guess he thought he couldn't get into any trouble oh uh, <laughs> now why would you think that he was cited on charge of conspiracy to traffic in marijuana and the money was seized as evidence conspiracy to traffic jesus that don't seem a little harsh i hope it ain't a felony maybe they got different levels thomas said he had already been in court earlier in the day and had been sentenced to probation in that case mm. you going to jail now yes you are then after the alleged dispute over marijuana money llewellyn was arrested later thursday on an assault charge in an unrelated incident and he 
after he allegedly hit a juvenile female oh this dude's just a thug ah uh for that incident he has been held in union county jail on charge of assault fourth degree minor injury guess the race chat room uh let's see white wouldn't tear up a tub man and tell the popo oh we wouldn't tear up a tub man and tell the popo uh thought lemonade was racially divisive white <laughs> usually dials that uh usually dials that police number on the niggas standing out at the bus stop uh says hc minerva says dude where's my pot white <laughs> that's really what that movie should have been called by the way anyway the correct answer is white mm-hmm. what he got on his forehead uh like a smiley face tattoo or something right smack in the center of his forehead he deserved jail go directly to jail do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars no uh let's see here a boyfriend was jailed for furious attack on lover after finding out she was a secret porn star oh that's right uh a boyfriend uh paul hewitt 45 years old he launched a furious attack on his lover after finding out she had been starring in a porn uh and now he's been jailed paul hewitt 45 flew into a rage after discovering that his girlfriend had been secretly working as an adult film actress without his knowledge and a court heard he only discovered his partner's secret when his daughter from an earlier relationship recognized her in some videos <laughs> hewitt did this yeah did he beat her for for looking Hewitt then locked his lover, who cannot be named for legal reasons, out of the home they shared in Walsall, West Mids, and hurled her belongings into the street. He spat at her when she returned home from work on October 18th and went on a wrecking spree the next day when she revealed she wanted to appear in more porn movies. Damn, that was bold. She's like, I want to go back to porn. He was like, didn't you, didn't you see when I threw your shit out? The fuming boyfriend then ripped up pictures of the pair together and cut the landline phone while also bombarding the woman with threatening text messages for three days. Last week, Hewitt was jailed for 11 months after pleading guilty to harassment in two cases of criminal damage at Wolverhampton Crown Court. Sentencing judge Nicholas Webb said, you and your former partner had been in a relationship for two years when you discovered she had been working as a sex worker and your daughter had seen videos of her in action you then behaved in a threatening manner and spat at her cutting the phone line to her home with a minute was a menacing thing to do you also have numerous uh you also have numerous previous convictions one of which was for domestic violence john botherton prosecuting said hewitt also scrawled her twitter address on the wall at their home following the breakdown of their two-year relationship he also sent one threatening message declaring just watch what i will do even if i have to spend five years in jail just watch mr brotherton uh added he made it clear that he was ending that romance because of her wish to work in the adult film industry he had become angry because the victim was doing work in the sex industry uh the defending lawyer said the imagery really upset him but his subsequent behavior was unpleasant and inexcusable this was set against a backdrop of the difficult circumstances of the relationship but he accepts that it is over he has made no attempt to contact us since this happened there will not be any attempt in the future guess the race chat room of uh mr what was his first name uh paul hewitt all right guys paul hewitt he found out about that tape 
Yes, so his, his daughter. Mm-hmm. That daddy on the know. Who dick you sucking? Uh, very white says Ev. Now he can't ever enjoy blacks on blondes for again. <laughs> white. Oh. White says Minerva. A a. Everybody's saying white for this one. What if it would have been caramel? Come back to the game, caramel. I miss ah. you. Uh, white. Uh, the correct answer is white. You guys deserve that one. Y'all got it right. You guys have been on fleek today with the racism. Uh, all right. Um, let's just get straight into sore ratchetness. We've been going for quite some time and I'm ready to wrap this bad boy up. Uh, so no bonus round. Straight up, uh, um, sore ratchetness, guys. He got some crazy looking eyes, though. the eyes of a man that seen his woman do a dp so. wasn't born to see that <laughs> yeah he's not unwilling participant in cuckold porn now he didn't know he was gonna be doing that this morning Mm-mm. you know and he didn't have to watch all the videos and jack off to him but he did <laughs> you know he's probably sitting around like this is she's breaking my heart it's all go it's all dicks past too it's not even like new dicks like he just was upset that she must have lied to him about it i don't know i don't know uh a troublemaker angrily grabbed a murderous and daily samurai sword and menacingly brandished it in a public uh during a frightening confrontation he was irate and frustrated when he went to confront and terrorize his landlords about a dispute but things could have gone horribly wrong a court heard uh this is like some elon james shit confronting your landlord with a sword like that's okay latif hassan 40 years old that's a name admitted a fray on february 22nd jeremy evans prosecuting told grimsby crown court that hassan leased premises from urban developments but he had uh renter rent arrears he was he was behind on the rent he carried out building uh work at the premises in freeman street uh freeman street grisby wait grisby freeman street grimsby okay that sounds more english without speaking (laughs) without uh speak uh speaking to the owners first there was a spat between him and property management lewis buttery these names at the company's office Uh in grimsby road cleethorpes cleethorpes harry potter right cleethorpes sounds like the skits on uh key and peel when they do the athletes yes cleethorpes donkey teeth Ah, ah, Madison State University. Uh, <laughs> Hassan demanded six thousand euros for what he claimed he had spent, and became increasingly irate. Banged his head and uh, banged his hands on desk, and became red in the face. He uh, made threats and said, "I don't care if I kill myself. All the supermarkets sell illegal cigarettes, and all I want to do is sell halal meat." Mister Buttery told him. Uh, he would try to recoup some of the money Hassan had spent on the rented premises, but Hassan told him, if I kill myself, you will be responsible. Oh, man. He stormed out, went across, across to his car and pulled a samurai sword out of the trunk. He was shouting, rant, he was shouting, ranting and pointing the sword, said Mr. Evans. He struck an advertising hoarding outside, 
hoarding i don't know what that is and stood outside with the sword in his hand he held it above his head and allegedly made threats to kill mr buttery i guess he was gonna slice some buttery hmm? oh wait i can't find it no no Ah, oh, the time has passed that would have been oh wait that was- <laughs> there we go sorry uh uh so yeah he was gonna uh, cut this dude i don't even know where i'm at in the article anymore. uh <laughs> yeah he threatened to kill mr buttery and to harm himself and another member of the staff Hassan was told to put the beat the sword away he was arrested later that afternoon the sword was found in a lock shed at his home Hassan had a previous conviction for wounded in 2003 involving twice stabbing a man and he's allowed to have a sword on the streets that's okay mm-hmm. andrew belly mitigating said that the father of three Hassan, originally from iraq worked in a pizza shop but wanted to improve the lot of his family by opening his own shop a dispute arose after he spent a lot of money on painting clearing rubbish joining and joinery work until discover until only to discover that the premises had allegedly been advertised for a rent elsewhere Ooh, wow i see why he was pissed his view was that his money was down the drain he lost his temper and there's no excuse for behaving like he did it could have turned out much worse than it did nobody was hurt the things could have gone horribly wrong um so the judge said that he had a murderous weapon and was waving it around in anger uh he might have been willing to use it uh to cause serious harm or even kill someone um so yeah uh he says you were clearly irate frustrated angry highly strong your behavior was both physically and verbally intimidating and threatening judge trimberg said it was chilling that the sword had been in hassan's car for some time for possible use in dealing with any problems he might have with others yeah what were you doing with the sword think about it uh he was jailed for six months that's it mm. that's it dog well i guess i feel like they should have got he should have got more but i guess we're lucky guys he uh can't believe it's not buttery you know ah ah all right let's uh get out of here guys we'll be back tomorrow, tomorrow. see you guys tomorrow thank you for listening uh uh adam and eve code tbgwt get that half off get them them free items uh get that that you know that clip bumper you know what i'm saying bump that clip y'all <laughs> bump, that, bump clip. that clip uh and we'll talk to y'all tomorrow. tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. hold on what uh before we go i want to let everybody know that uh we are selling the uh man of vote t-shirts in black oh yeah on teespring.com uh we are selling the mayor the vote uh and and uh shout out to sterling they got we gonna have the big nigga sizes up to 5x yeah so all the way up to 5x on on there it's of course still cafe press too i've never felt more man than i feel right now it's like each day i get a little more yeah because i was like he keep forgetting i was like no nah, we got to let him know it's in black yeah yeah it is in black guys all right we will talk to you guys uh tomorrow until mm-hmm. then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.